Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. If you are new to the show, thank you for being here, and I encourage you to explore all that we offer the Spiritual Insights community. In addition to being the executive producer of the show, I am a psychic medium, energetic healer, and teacher of A Course in Miracles, as well as a channel for Jesus. Today, I am joined by my special guest co-host, Amy Verhagen from Blazing Heart Tarot. Amy joins us from England, and she has been working with the tarot since 2003, and she has also been working with Mother Mary since 2009. Mother encouraged Amy to offer the tarot in service to others, stating that she would be working through Amy in her interpretations. So, before each reading, Amy opens herself to the guidance of not only Mother Mary, but also Yeshua, to bring forth whatever is needed to facilitate transformation for the client. Through gentle yet transformative live tarot sessions and email readings, Amy lovingly guides you back to clarity and confidence so that your light can shine brightly and bless the world. To learn more, you can reach Amy through her website, blazinghearttarot.com. Right now it's under construction, but it will be available soon. But just so you have it, once again, it is blazinghearttarot.com. I am excited to bring Amy on, but first I have a very special announcement for all of you. So Mother Mary gave instructions to Danielle Gibbons, her full body channel, to hold a very special event. And the event is a very special live webinar. This will take place on Wednesday, July 7th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. What's interesting is the topic. The topic is soulmate serenity. So what this is, is a rare glimpse into the nature of soulmates, and I am truly surprised by it. So this will be a two-hour live webinar event. Again, that's Wednesday, July 7th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And Mother has never before spoken at length on this subject, so this is extremely rare. The reason this is important is because many people have different ideas about what a soulmate is. There's a lot of focus on them, especially when it comes to romantic partnerships. 
If you've been with the show for a long time, you are aware that I discourage the use of the term itself on the show because my understanding, my belief, and my experience is that soulmates carry a lot of karma. I always tell the listeners, look back at your three most intense and painful and confusing relationships. Now, that could be a romantic partnership. It could be a parent, a sibling, whatever. But the three most difficult ones were most likely your soulmates. I say this because we've been with soulmates through incarnation after incarnation. And so those are opportunities to pick up even further karma. So then we have to do a balancing in this lifetime and work those issues through. So I generally encourage twin flame, holy relationship, if you're a Course in Miracles student, or a qualified partner. And I do this because it brings more compatibility and it brings a lot less uh, karmic uh, trouble to the relationship and allows you to grow together. So that's why I do that in case I haven't explained that fully or if you haven't listened in a while. So yes, this is gonna be a focus on uh, soulmates. And what mother will do is she will reveal the truth about soulmates that might not be what you expect. She'll not only help you identify your soulmates and successfully navigate those relationships. She'll also introduce you to the possibility of a new way of looking at your significant relationships. So you can make choices from a place of empowerment and clarity. This is exciting. So I am so excited to learn more about the subject because it's been, because it's so rare that very few people talk about it. Even the uh, ascended beings I speak with, it's a topic that is uh, seldom discussed. Uh, so again, the event will be held on Zoom in a live webinar, and registration will take place on my website, Spiritual Insights Radio. So there are two ways to register, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, for those of you who haven't had an energetic healing session with me yet, or who have wanted to have a follow-up appointment, when you book a session now, you'll automatically be registered for the live webinar as a bonus. Just so you know, there is an amazing new life-changing session available that you may want to take advantage of. But if you sign up for any type of session, whether it's new or as a current client, a follow-up session, you'll be automatically registered for this two-hour event. Number two, if you're new or if you would rather not book a healing session, you can simply choose from several payment amounts that were set by Mother Mary. So you can just do a straight registration. Uh, complete information and specific instructions are available on my new uh, events page at spiritualinsightsradio.com. If you can't attend the live event, the recording of course will be available. When you register, you'll receive a confirmation email from me containing the link to the live event on Zoom as well as the link and a password to the video recording. So I hope you can join us for an incredible evening of love, illumination and expansion of consciousness. Again, that is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Do join us, please, and visit spiritualinsightsradio.com for more complete information and to register, but you must do that quickly. We only have a week. So I'm excited about today's uh, segment with Amy. The subject is surrender. So please join me in welcoming Amy back to the show. Amy, wonderful to have you with me again. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Charlotte. It's such a pleasure to be here with you again. I like the topic that you've chosen. I like it because that is largely what I'm in at the moment. Mm. A lot of surrender goes into major life changes. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. And 
more and more I'm finding that surrender goes into daily life as well. There True. are the, the big surrenders where everything is torn out from underneath us and we have no choice but to surrender. And then there are the smaller, the smaller kind of aspects where we can choose to surrender or not. And, and that's really something that I've been noticing going on in my own life and in the lives of uh, the people that I'm close to. This kind of dance. Where do where uh, where is my choice here? What do I want? What do I need? What does it mean to let go of this? It's oh, there's so much to unpack. I'm really excited to discuss it with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes I like to refer to the daily surrender as practice. Practice mm. periods. Those are the things that train the mind to not or the ego rather, let me, let me bring the ego into this, um, being a diehard student of the Course in Miracles. The ego wants to control. Yes. The thing with the ego is it's mired in the past. And so when we find difficulty in surrendering to what's present, it's got to be mm. because of something that's taken place in the past. So it's imperative that we detach from a lot of things, especially the ego's grip on what's happening in the moment, how should I rearrange my perception of this? How do I get to my heart? How do I get to the heart of this? What's really happening in front of me? What's yeah. happening for me? And then mm-hmm. surrender should be a lot easier when you factor in what you don't know versus what you think you know. That's how I like to approach it. Yeah. Do you do something similar? Surrendering the idea. Yeah. The idea that, uh, that I know anything. The, the kind of like that question to what do I know? What can I base my decisions on? And what, where do I just need to let go and accept that I actually don't really know anything. But that, oh, I find it such a, an interesting question because I don't think it's so black and white. Um, because we still have a role. This is, I think this is the thing that I'm really interested in exploring today. What is our role in surrender? And I mentioned this because there was a time in my life where I thought I was surrendering, but actually looking back, I can see that I just felt completely powerless and it wasn't a co-creative impulse. Mm. It was a total, like, I have no idea what to do here. I have no options. Like I just, I can't do this. So you're going to have to do it for me. Like it was a kind of a, I guess, kind of a victim mentality of sorts Mm -hmm. where it was a surrender, but it was a surrender of my own power to choose and to act on my own behalf. And so now that I have a very different relationship with myself, with the divine, I still, I have this deep desire to surrender, but I understand surrender in a different way now that it's not so much about kind of handing over all the, all the power of choice, but it's about stepping up it's like showing up and saying, I'm here ready to serve. I don't know how, I don't know what, I don't know where, when, but I'm, I'll do it. Give me the impulse, like give me the, the instructions and I will show up, I will act. And that's, that's kind of new, that, that like that's a very different approach than the way that I understood it previously. Do you know what I mean by that? I do, I do know what you mean. And actually, um, because you're new, uh, to the show and it's and uh, largely it's content that this is a concept that we often 
uh, talk about, which is sometimes you're in an active uh, co-creation. Let's take the river, um, the flow of the river. And active co-creation is you're swimming, you are active, you are doing, you are pursuing, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's very active. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to allow yourself to sink to the bottom and let the river flow over you because that's just where you need to be right now. Like, like you need to check out for a little while. But I think there's two ways to do that. I think you can pause and not do so much active striving to navigate the situation, to mm. keep up with the situation, keep up with the flow or the pace that you perceive. There's a lot of actions you can take. So using, you know, cars as an example, since you're a mechanic, you've got drive, you've got neutral, you've got reverse. And then you have a couple gears to choose from so that you can kind of control how fast you go or how fast everything comes to you. Sometimes things get so overwhelming. It's like a roller coaster ride. It's just moving mm -hmm. way too quickly. Yeah. So with what you're saying, there can be a pause where you say, okay, let me just regroup get my thoughts, collect my thoughts, collect my feelings. How do I feel about this? What am I being called to do? Consider those things. But then there's a thing we can do where we kind of fold in and in on our, we kind of fold in on ourselves and almost consciously decide not to do anything at all. And that in itself is resistance. Yeah. So in that resistance, you can put your head in the sand. We can come up with all of these analogies. Stick your head mm -hmm. in the sand and not do anything. Hope that the situation will correct itself yeah. or deal with the fallout when that happens. I can't do anything. So whatever it looks like when I take my head out of the sand is what I'll have to deal with. And that's the mess I'll have to clean up. <laughs> but then you also have the mess of your own consciousness to clean up. Because I would think that when we do those things, that it comes with a lot of guilt of what could I have done differently? Why didn't I have the mm -hmm. strength to simply say, okay, what do I need to do? For me, it's about, like you said, showing up, but there's a couple extra steps. And in any given situation or uh, any phase in your life, there's bound to be circumstances that carry a lot of things with it. It's some Sometimes might be pretty mild. And I'm thankful for those times in my life where it was mild. Um, as everybody knows, I'm in something that is not mild. I am in something very actively pushing my consciousness forward. And But getting back to the general, the circumstances that we deal with in, in everyday life or even those phases of our life that become challenging, we have to deal with change. We have to deal with upheaval. We have chaos often. We have loss, many different types of loss, um, inconvenience, sometimes things we can just get frustrated with why can't life be the way I'm used to it being, as in COVID. Many people mm. are simply inconvenienced by the fact that they have to wear a mask or that they have to be mindful of other people's health or that they, they, in the beginning they couldn't go get a haircut when they felt like it. Mm. You know, so they felt a loss of freedom. Mm. And these circumstances can bring confusion and anger, they can bring sadness and they can bring despair. But for me, the ticket to stepping out of the muck of that is getting to a place where you can be okay with what is and just say, you know what, I don't like it. You can admit your feelings about it. You could admit hateful thoughts about the situation or a person involved. 
but you have to be okay with what is because what is is what you need this is what you need to look at and so if if you can't be and we can't be we can't say what should i create for myself to make my consciousness uh trigger a revelation that happens for you that is a co-creation between the divine and gaia and your soul so it's this, this triangular effect where you have things that you wanted to learn and between these three entities or beings or or forms of consciousness even better then the situation comes to you but for me step one is be okay with what is then you have to let go of any attachments and expectations about the situation about yourself and about the future and you try to walk consciously in faith for me as a student of a course in miracles i'm well attuned to when the ego jumps in to paint a picture of what the future is going to look like so I have to actively mm. say no, Mm-mm, no, because the ego can't know what the future looks like. The ego is going to depend on the past and it'll throw images of the past and say it's going to be a repeat. It's going to be another another thing just like that. And it's going to tear you apart. And you can't let the mind do that to you. It'll drive you crazy and takes you out of that conscious co-creative stance that we're all encouraging everybody to be in. Um but for me, surrender opens you to all the possibilities that you can't imagine or predict. So by taking that out, that canvas is wide open and you let your consciousness and your soul. Mm-hmm. It gives room for that creation to even take place because when a, when a child is all clenched up and your fists are all clenched up, the universe will say, okay, we'll wait. They're not going to force you Mm. beyond what you're capable of, and they're not going to take something out of your hands that you're not willing to give up. So if you're not willing to give up the fact that you don't know, the universe will find other ways around that. But my my biggest thought on this is that we have to allow ourselves sometimes to float down the river. You can't sit at the bottom for long, and after swimming for a long stretch, you're going to get tired. So sometimes you just have to allow yourself to float. Mm. You have to detach from perceived reality and find that still small voice inside you because that's where spirit speaks to you. And I believe that their wish is that you join them and actually rejoice in the transformation that's taking place for you in any one of these situations. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think willingness and resistance are really key here. Mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned willingness. resistance at the beginning of what you said, because when I think back to um, what I spoke about earlier with this sense of like, you have to do it for me because I can't do it. Like, I'm just going to stand here until you sort me out. You know, that kind of thing. Like, that is resistance. I can't do it. I won't do it. I won't open. No, you have to do it all it's resistance and funnily enough I, I mean it's it's rare but I occasionally get people who come for readings with this kind of energy of you have to do it for me I'm not going to do anything so it's not a, a yes. co-creation it's you have to do this for me I'm just going to stand here with my arms crossed until you do it and and that really is the essence of resistance isn't it it's just saying no I'm not going to give you a reading I'm just going to yeah exactly exactly and of course there are many reasons why we might find ourselves in that place of resistance fear or all sorts all sorts of reasons but then the antidote or the opposite of resistance is willingness and willingness I guess really is 
pretty much surrender. I don't think it's exactly the same, but in a kind of operational sense. I would think willing it's a precursor. It leads yeah, to yeah. the energy of surrender, sure. Yes. Yeah, the willingness is like opening the, the door, opening the gate or the window, and then the surrender, because I don't know, I think surrender is inherently a co-creation. Like if you, you know that thing where you fall back into people's arms. A trust fall, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That cannot exist without whatever it is that's going to catch you. And so surrender feels like that to me. You surrender to something. It's inherently, willingness is kind of a personal thing. You are willing or you're not willing. That's a choice that you make within yourself. But surrender, because it's an active, ironically, it's an active thing to surrender. And you have to surrender to something. You might surrender to love or to uh, Mother Mary or to the people that are going to catch you when you fall back. But it's kind of, you can't surrender without reference to something else. Do you know what I mean by that? Like it's inherently, there are two entities involved. Yes. I surrender to you. I surrender to whatever it happens to be. Like that's very different from willingness. To my soul or to transformation or to God or what have you. You can't surrender to a void is what you're saying. Yeah. It can't yes, be a void. It has to be another co-creative aspect of you. Yeah, and it also cannot be just you. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like kind of a subtle point, but as a distinction from willingness, I can be willing in general without any reference to anything else. Whereas when I surrender, I'm making a conscious choice to give myself to something. It might be my own soul. It might, you know, it could be the earth or it doesn't really matter what, but there's this, I guess what I'm saying is it's an invitation to co-create. Surrender is an invitation to co-create with the divine in this case, or with another person if it's a relationship. Yes. The hard part being human is that often that entails some level of pain. And I always tell the listeners, no form of growth on this planet is not associated with some level of discomfort. We call them growing pains. We have them as children, we have them as adolescents, we have them as adults. When it comes to larger topics like what we're talking about, like a really big surrender, it's uh, – Danielle and I use the image of a sculptor uh, mm -hmm. working on his art. It's the chipping away mm -hmm. that hurts the most. So what you're yeah. surrendering to is like a transformation and a step up, a growth process and it hurts sometimes so I, yeah I, i'd really like to add to that um because it's something that i've gone through a lot this year surrendering and letting go of defenses and blame and all that stuff like through school of love and through the precursor to school of love as well that was a really big um a really big focus and i've reflected on that a lot and it's the resistance like what I found is when you let go of those defenses, I mean, when you're on the other side, when you haven't let go yet, you think, oh, it's going to be scary. What am I going to do? What if this sure. happens? What if it happens? But then when you actually let go, you feel calmer, you laugh more. And that's pretty much it. Like, you're pressure just, off. You're just it's, a more fun person. Life it's, is not more only, fun. it's not only the release valve, it's the answer. It's the yeah. only it's the only answer that works. And we do everything we can yeah. to find some other alternative. 
yes, and that's what hurts. It's the resistance. It's, and the, the, it's the struggle that hurts, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there is pain, but the pain is the not letting go. And right. then when you, for whatever reason, find the willingness to say, okay, I'm willing to just take this defense zone and be open to what comes to me and feel mm-hmm. what I feel. You just, like, you just chill out. <laughs> and everything starts moving again. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. just, I don't know, everything feels okay. Suddenly this need to control things and it has to be like this and it, what if it's not like this and you know, all that stuff like just starts to feel less relevant. It'll wear you down. Yeah, it'll, well, yeah. It'll get your, yeah, yeah. Like your hands are on the bars of this little yeah. prison and it'll finger by finger, it'll unravel that grip. Uh, yeah. Let go, I beloved. Mean, it's okay, beloved. Trust me, beloved. All that is right there. Yeah. And I mean, the, our ability to resist that love is so phenomenal. No it's really... <laughs> but at some level, Terrible. just, I don't know. I mean, willingness is a fascinating topic because it's so far away from our minds. It's just not something our mind, well, I, I think in my experience, it's not something that the mind can kind of do anything about it arises from somewhere so much deeper it's like just grace Mm. I remember I used to think um I'm going to talk about domestic violence and it's not something that I've experienced so I don't want to uh you know offend kind of talk about something that I'm I'm not uh I don't have any knowledge of but just as an analogy it's okay um, I have so I got your back Okay. Okay. So I don't want to be insensitive. I'm familiar with that scene. Go ahead. Speak freely. You won't offend anybody. It's okay. So it's about this thing of leaving the relationship and going back. And of course, this, you know, this can apply to, to many different scenarios. Like, you know, it's wrong, you know, it's hurtful, all that stuff. And you leave and then you go back and then you leave again and you go back. And then one time you leave and you don't go back and that's it. You just moved on. And it, that has always fascinated me. What is different between those times? What, how does that shift happen from, yes, I deserve this violence or whatever to, no, I, I'm not okay with this anymore and I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm going elsewhere. There's like, there's this shift that happens and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen through the mind. I don't know where it happens, but it's always fascinated me. It's like, we can't, it, it seems like we can't control it. We can't predict it. It just happens. It's like a gift yes. or some point is reached yes. where you've had. An, and this is something that everybody can relate to. You just you, you do something to yourself again and again. And then one day you just say, I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. Right. And you just stop and, and something has shifted. It's it's such a such a mystery, such a mystery. And at well, the same so- time, <laughs> it's a very powerful moment when that happens. Yeah. What happens, yeah, I, having, having had up close in front um, participation to observe this in, my, in the childhood home I grew up in, mm. watching this for, for years, you know, watching it happen, watch, watch that push-pull, all the dynamics of a situation like that. And violence, mind you, doesn't have to be physical. There can be emotional and mental violence and there can be that impending threat of violence where the entire family unit walks on eggshells around the volatile personality, Mm -hmm. the personality who can mete out punishment or 
devastation. It's the one you're afraid of. And so the person or persons in that situation, whether you're the focal point or on the periphery, as in the children of a toxic parental relationship, uh, you are in victim mode. You're in powerlessness mode, often hopelessness mode. But in your journey through this dynamic, there are pieces of you that you get in touch with. It can go either way. You can go further down the victim route, or you can get more in touch with the your true essence, the that more divine aspect of you that says, someday I'm going to grow up and I'll survive this and I'm going to be the best adult I can be. There are those of, the, uh, those of us who went that way. Mm. When it comes to moving on, that pivotal moment is when you come into after, after whatever energetic preparation you required. Now, let's take a family unit and let's take siblings. One sibling may only need a little bit of preparation to say, oh, I've had enough of this. Another may need to go a little deeper, do a little more exploration into their own feelings about it and what they wanted to explore in this life experience. Mm. Either way, when it comes to that level of preparation or the amount I need to add or the amount of avoidance that was employed, mm -hmm. distraction as in the use of drugs mm. as a teenager, some teenagers will hit the books. Other teenagers will start dabbling in substances yeah. to yeah. try to cope and feel that connection. They're looking for a connection. Mm to some kind of love. They're looking for a comfort, as Mother Mary would say. They're looking, everybody's looking for comfort, right? Mm -hmm. So you you gravitate towards what will you think will give you that, right? But when you come to that moment where you say enough is enough, for me, what happened was I came into alignment, body, mind, and spirit. And you knew in that moment, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. And often what comes out of your mouth is, you know what? I'm done. And it's mm. said with such conviction Yeah. when it comes to a situation, a job, a relationship, a friendship, you say, you know what? You pull up and you say, you know what? I'm done. I am yeah. done. And that is the moment that allows you to move on because before that, you're not able to. Something yeah. always holds you back. And sometimes we make attempts to get out, attempts to mm -hmm. move on, but there's like this very strong elastic Mm. that pulls us back into the situation to learn a few more things yeah. something pulls you back but once you're energetically prepared to to step up and say i am worthy of more or happiness that's when that pivot occurs that's my experience yeah. i don't yeah. i don't yeah. read books on the subject that's what i experienced <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i can and you move on otherwise you don't know how to move on you can't yeah that's right and when that moment comes you have already moved on your mind is registering this is true. it, creating mm -hmm. it. It's just, it's just acknowledging the situation that you now suddenly, for reasons you cannot possibly understand, mm -hmm. find yourself in. The soul has already set up the next steps. You just yeah. have to realize it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's interesting. From a kind of human perspective, the point of surrender looks like that point where you say, you know, or like where you become willing to have something different when you become willing to stop resisting love or, you know, resisting self-care, whatever it happens to mm -hmm. be. But actually, I don't know, if we go a little bit deeper and we, we think about the, the value of those experiences or the lessons or of whatever reason we're in them in the first place, I don't know, maybe that's also a form of surrender. 
Yes, and willingly on can't in our minds we're not willing, but our soul is willing to go through that experience. Well, I'd like to look at it as like an egotistical scale, right? So you have like the scales of justice, and they mm. go up and down depending on which side it has the more weight. Mm. And so when it comes to energetic energy, uh, mental energy, the intellect, emotional energy, right? Depend. Look at the heaviness of those things. What's pushing you? Mm-hmm. Is soul pushing you towards something and you're resisting, or are you choosing something and ignoring the possibilities? So when it comes to moving on, it's like trying to look in your mind, what's more frightening, what you're in now or the unknown. Mm. And when you get so sick of what is happening now, that's when the fear (laughs) of the unknown becomes up lighter and lighter and the scale goes up. And then you say, you know what? It can't be any worse than this. And you go for it. It's the fear of the unknown that stops you. And that balance. Yeah. I I understand exactly what you mean by that. Mm Mm-hmm. You Scary. just get this. You just, I, what I'm if sick it's of worse? Feeling this way, or yeah, yeah. What if it's a repeat of the past? Mm. What if you go from the frying pan into the fire? Yeah, all those stories. We've all done it. You know, We've I, all done I it. wonder. I mean, in our minds, you know, because we understand ourselves as these separate people with these things. We like this. We don't like this. This is dangerous. This is safe. Like we have all these kind of categories, but. I don't know if maybe it's the other way around and the soul says, okay, you need to experience this mm-hmm. and I need you to stay in it for X amount of time for whatever reason. So I'm going to implant all these ideas in your mind that say it's too dangerous to leave. I, I, what about the unknown? You know, like that it's the other way. It's actually not our mind stopping us, but our soul using our minds to keep us in the place that we need to be to learn what we need could, to learn. I could see that, um, you know, combined with the ego, I could say, well, yeah, in my life, uh, the soul saying, you know what, I know this is hard. It's not without compassion. Mm. It's not without compassion. I know this is hard, but this is what you need to gain a better understanding. Take both of us. There are certain things we had to experience in our lives Mm. and learn it thoroughly in order to speak on it later because Now the universe is entrusting other people to our care and to hear our words and Mm. to, to be the beneficiary of whatever it is that we offer in service. So there are a number of situations where I want to get out. I want to get out. I want to get out. And I couldn't, it was being held in place. And so in those moments is when I had to say, It can be so heavy and so devastating to be in certain situations, but you have to say, this is an experience. This does Mm -hmm. not determine who you are. This doesn't speak to your worthiness. It's an experience. And it wasn't too long ago. It was only, you know, a couple of years ago where I really got to a place where I could really lighten up and look at the past and say, you know what? It was an experience. It wasn't, it felt like torture. That was Mm -hmm. not its intention. It was to break you open. Yeah. It was to crack that hard shell and it Mm -hmm. was to break you open and open your heart and get you to love more and more deeply and want more out of life because you're, because you spend so much time limiting how much you experience out of fear. So there's so many facets to it. Yeah. But it really comes down to these are experiences meant to hone 
whatever it, it is within you, bring that out of you so that you can share it with the world so that you can be of service in some way to that transformation mm-hmm. and say, oh my God, I get it now. I get it now. So what do you do with it? You make, rearrange what you need to rearrange, but you share it. Yeah. And that's where you surrender. Mm-hmm. You say, okay. You brought me through these valleys of the shadows of whatever. Mm-hmm. Here I am. I've come through it. I'm strong. I, I, forgive what I need to, you know, like I'm not hanging on to that. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling like a victim, blah, blah, all of that is resolved. Here I am. What, what, what do you want me for? Like I'm available. I don't know. I mean, this is, this is me. Like, I don't know what you want from me, but I'm available every morning. I wake up and I say, I'm available to serve mother. Yes. Let us co-create. I don't know what this means. I don't need to know, you know, know, let's go. And then it's just such an interesting thing to, uh, to think about it and, you know to observe how the day goes and right but it certainly feels better to be in that place to say you know what i'm available sometimes it's just not there you're still in it right mm. and so so to that i would say what helped me the most is you can look at it and try to put it in perspective there's proportions mm-hmm. the reason life is so scary is because from a sense of low worth all of our problems seem so much bigger than we are yeah. They're so big and monumental and overwhelming and the mountains too high and the valleys too low. There's all of these perceptions that determine our response, our reaction to whatever it is we're experiencing. We want to say whatever's happening to us, whatever it is we're walking through, okay, this mm-hmm. experience and this changing landscape. But when when you try to get a perspective, you sit with yourself and you get really in touch with your feelings and your sense of who you are and your self-worth, it's always going to come down to self-worth. But you can look at it and say, is this the end of the world? Or is this an experience that will put me on a new path in a new direction that helps me create a better life for myself? Okay, so there's the two distinctions. Ever When we when we look at something like it's the end of the world, we're taking it so seriously. We're taking ourselves mm-hmm. and our identity, our lower identity mm-hmm. so seriously yeah. that it could feel like the end of the world. It could just be the end of a paradigm for you where you now have to elevate mm-hmm. to a new way of thinking, a new way of being, a new way of loving. It can be, it can sound that simple, but that's huge. Changing mm-hmm. and transforming even just one little bit is a big step, mm-hmm. but to look at it as the end of the world and to declare yourself defeated when you've only just begun is where we can take that mindset, turn it around and then get to, okay, I'm available, even if it's only to myself to learn a little mm-hmm. more today and take that next step forward, whatever that may be. Yeah. I love what you said of taking it so seriously. This I find is always the key for me is to realize that I'm just, I mean, in some respects, I, I'm, I don't want to be flippant about suffering here, but it's, yeah, we're the authors of our own misery to a huge extent. The way that you, I mean, this is where tarot actually is great because it helps you to identify the, the lens that you're looking through. Right, but right. We've all had that experience of feeling like, oh my God, this is the end of the world. And then somebody makes us laugh or something nice happens or for whatever reason, our perspective shifts our nervous system shifts into a new state. Yes. We look at exactly the same thing and we think, oh, 
to be honest, it's okay, really. It's not really a big deal. Whereas that exact same set of circumstances moments earlier felt devastating because our nervous system was feeling like overwhelmed by it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like finding ways to, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in, in it, as I've mentioned before, in treating these things as states of the nervous system rather than yes. ideas. I love it. Kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it makes it so simple. So if you can trigger your nervous system into a different state by laughing or even getting up and moving, just standing Dancing, up, like moving your body. walking, yeah, anything. yeah, anything that that kind of shows you that you are an agent in your life, you can move, you can make choices. Like it just shifts everything. It does. And, I mean, it's it's amazing. Nothing has actually changed except the way that you're looking at things, except the state of your nervous system. So it's really keeping in mind that getting heavy about things makes us feel heavy and being light about things makes us feel light there you go there you go i love that yes you can take a step back away from yourself like look in the mirror but take a few steps back and say okay you're triggered what triggered you don't know that's okay you don't need to know but you're triggered yeah so what so what calms you what will trigger the sympathetic yes parasympathetic Parasympathetic. nervous yeah nervous what will trigger the parasympathetic nervous system to calm you down will it be Nutrition, will it be exercise? Will it be soft yeah. music? Will it be meditation? What do you what do you need? What ask yourself the serious question. What will make you feel better and calmer and do it? Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, you know, we like to make these great big stories about what we're going through, but sometimes we're just hungry. Like that's it. We're just <laughs> hungry. We haven't had lunch yet. It's like the world is ending. Then we have lunch and we're like, oh, actually, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> You're ready to rip somebody's head off. Is it, and you have to think of the times when someone said to you, honey, is it really all that bad? And sometimes, yeah. sometimes, yes, it is. Yeah. Sometimes so, you've gone through a traumatic, devastating situation. Yeah. But mm. sometimes, like you just said, you're <laughs> just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just create all these like amazing stories. Oh, you become ferocious. <laughs> Or with some people, I've never had a cup of coffee in my life, but some people are like, oh, I just haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't imagine what they're experiencing in that moment, but they look a mess. I haven't had my coffee yet. What? It it seems like it sucks to be you. Yeah. That's how you behave just because you haven't had a beverage? Oh, my God. Physiology. Physiology is not. I think we as spiritual people can often just forget that we have body. Yeah. needs and you know like so, so often we just need to eat more we need to sleep more and like life becomes or very by all means don't leave your house without drinking that coffee because don't come here acting that way <laughs> i've yeah. said it to people well, don't, don't leave your house until you've had a cup of coffee <laughs> nobody needs to be subjected to that because you <laughs> like haven't had your coffee right. here. but yes you could you're in an altered state because you're let's go energetic whether you're hungry or what have you, or mm. you need self-care, you need to yeah. comfort yourself, yeah. take a salt bath, whatever you need to do. Mm. You need to take some kind of step to get you yeah. out of that frenetic energy of, yeah. of confusion. Let's, let's just boil yeah. it all down to confusion. You're yeah. not sure what's happening. You feel like something's happening to you mm. and you know, you need to do something, but you're not sure what that's where you stop. You pause. Remember school of love, the pause, mm-hmm. Absolutely. pause, yeah. ask yourself certain key questions determine to the best of your ability what next steps to take ask the divine Mm -hmm. we're all 
open to messages. So no matter how that message comes through. But so let's segue this into how the reading might come out and yeah. where do you take the lead? Where do you go from here with going from exploration of the topic mm-hmm. into organically getting to the heart of it with the tarot? Well, that is a great question. Um, hmm. So I think I would like to explore something about resistance and willingness, because I think that's really key to the topic of surrender. So I think I would like to draw a card that looks at that area in some way. Um, So something I very often do in readings is to ask what supports you and what doesn't support you. So I think that, yeah, I think, how about we draw a card just about surrender? What do they want? How do they want us to think about surrender? Which is what do they want to say to us about surrender? How can we view it? How, just, just again, a very general open. Perfect. Yeah. What's their open what is statement? What is surrender? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, no, I, yeah, I think I've got it. I think just three cards. So a card for what is at the heart of surrender and for us. So I really want to emphasize that um, obviously we're going to do a reading here and it's uh, we're asking a very specific question, but I don't want to suggest that the answer to this question necessarily applies to everybody. I think there's, there's a kind of a level of some kind of objective reality or objective truth, but I'm keen to kind of point out that the people who are participating in this, the listeners, you and I, we're going to have a particular slant on surrender that other people who have different focus in life, it may not resonate with them. So it's not necessarily that this is some kind of truth that we're now going to go out and spread the good word because we now know what surrender is. You know, it's, this is for us. Okay. And it, it, it will hopefully resonate with us, but it doesn't mean that this is now some kind of, um, I don't know, truth that we now need to tell other people or, you know, it's kind of like keeping it kind of keeping it humble. Okay. Um, but it's all in divine order. I'm sure some everybody will get something out of this. It'll trigger yeah. a revelation of their own, if, if need yeah. be. Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. So, yeah, that's a great way to put it, Charlotte. So the, the object of this reading is not to espouse some kind of truth. It's to trigger what we need to have triggered in relation to surrender. Yeah, beautiful. That's okay. how I would it. It's, it's for us directly. It's not some kind of objective level of. Yeah. We're not telling, we're opening. Yeah, well, we're surrendering. <laughs> we're surrendering, there you go. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to suggest, and I'd like your feedback on this, that we choose a card for what is at the heart of surrender. Mm-hmm. For us. Right and now, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, good point. Right now, because every every set of circumstances is unique, isn't it? The the, the requirements are unique. So yes. And there's well, let's let's look at it with a, a a bigger focus. That there's a lot happening right now. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of shifts on the planet. So what are we? What is at the heart of surrender? Maybe we can go to what is it that we're surrendering to right now? Ooh, interesting. And so a three card spread. I love that. would would take us to that quickly 
what's at the heart of it? What are we surrendering to now? And then you come up with the third question to bring us the clarity. So I think, I mean, my second, my cards two and three are what supports it and what doesn't support it. Okay. So the first one, I think what are we surrendering to is even better, is even deeper than what's at the heart of surrender. I like but, it. Let's go down that, take those steps. I, I, so you yeah. want to do a four card spread? No, I want to keep that as the one card. What are we surrendering to? Because that is the heart of surrender. What we're surrendering okay. to, yeah, it feel, that feels really powerful to me. So we're going to do a one card. Three. Three. So, <laughs> so we're going to have, what are we surrendering to? Mm-hmm. Which is really the heart of the question. And then to make it practical, we're going to say what supports us to surrender in this way, in a way that's loving, that's kind, inclusive, and so on. And what does not support us? Okay. So very simple, but hopefully pretty useful i love it okay we can refine it as we go but this is a good start yeah okay let me know which cards you have and i'll pull mine i broke out my deck after 20 years yeah oh is this the first time they've been out yes oh my gosh first time i unwrapped them out of this silk cloth i had them in look how old they are i've had them since my early 20s i'm 53 hey amazing so these are your deck 21 years old i think i think i've had these for 21 years so they're babies compared to yours (laughs) and let's let's invite some listener participation ladies and gentlemen if you uh, would like to participate we're using the rider weight deck Mm. or any deck that you want but if you want to participate go ahead and grab your cards like with our other segments we use pendulums sometimes and people can pull out their pendulums and actively participate so just to invite everybody in go ahead and go get your cards if you feel like it Okay, so I'm going to describe what I'm doing now. I'm going to uh, be quiet for a short amount of time, just going to tune in. And then I'm going to put the cut my cards out on my table, just like kind of throw them out one by one. I'm going to mix them with my hands mm-hmm. in just a really random way. And that's just to create a just a whole new pattern in the whole deck. And then I will put them back together into the stack, maybe shuffle them a little bit, and then I'll lay the cards out. Okay. So I'm going to be, um, you're just, you're going in. <laughs> going in. I am exactly. And you are welcome to continue talking Charlotte as you wish, or I, I'll leave that, leave that with you. So I will see you all in just a few moments. Okay. Okay, I have an update. Um, I'm going to go back to four cards. I I like no kidding. Of, Did mother say something? Both, I, maybe, maybe. Yeah, somebody said something. Um, I really liked this idea. I I loved the feeling of the triangle, but I feel like what's at the heart of surrender and what are we surrendering to deserve? To they they e- deserve a part each equal focus. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's do four. So we'll have those two as separate cards. And then we'll have the what supports us and what does not support us. Perfect. Nice and balanced. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going back in now. I'll be back back soon.
Okay, the card's broken. So, oh, I love this moment when they come out. Um, So the card for what is at the heart of surrender for us is the Page of Wands, which listeners who listen to our discussion of the new moon reading last month will remember that the Page of Wands also made an appearance there. So that's interesting to see her again. I was just right there as I'm, was just leafing through them. It's right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go ahead. In the top right corner, uh, what are we surrendering to? We have the six of cups reversed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bottom left, we have what supports us in this process of surrender. What supports us to surrender, and that's the two of swords which is an interesting card to come up in this position. Two swords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, what does not support us is the six of wands. Wow. And that's in the bottom right. Yes, correct. So okay. I would have expected these two cards to come up in the opposite positions. So I'm really curious to see what comes out as we start to explore okay. them. But let's recap so that people can catch up. So in it's a four card spread. In the yes. top left, we have the page of wands. Mm-hmm. In the top right, we have the Six of Cups reversed. Yeah. In the bottom left, we have the Two of Swords. And in the bottom right, we have the Six of Wands. Yes. All right, let's pull those. And you want to dive in and go into your interpretation guided by Mother Mary and Yeshua. Yes, I do. Okay, so what is at the heart of surrender? Our first question, and this is our beloved page of wands, who is the sweetest lover of life. This person is so alive. They're just, they, so that she, she slash he, we don't know what, what, which one, um, but I'll call her she is looking at this wand in her hand with just a kind of wonder. And that's the way that she approaches life. It's just a big playground, a big adventure for her. There's beauty in everything she experiences. And she's not, she's not really goal oriented, which is nothing wrong with being goal oriented, but she's so kind of enraptured with life. It feels such a privilege to her to be alive to have a body, to be able to feel the breeze on her skin and to be able to look at the flowers and to have unexpected things happen and to be able to move her body and walk and do a handstand or whatever it is. Just, she just loves living. Mm. So the message here, it's interesting. When I think of surrender, I think about surrendering to a purpose and being of service and so on. But mother says to us all the time in her teachings, you are your purpose. Your life is your purpose. Like there's no, there's nothing to achieve. Yes. That turned me around tremendously. Your your purpose is to live your life. End of story. I don't want to go beyond that. Yeah. I'll never entertain a question like that again. And I mean, like there's nothing in our culture that says that to us. Like there are a million kind of theories about what we should be doing with our lives, but just living is not one of them. And, so the the message here in this card is just that surrender at the heart of surrender is just living your life. It's just living, wow. waking up in the morning 
and living your life until you go to sleep and then sleeping and then getting up again and living your life again. It's not about, and I mean, this is beautiful for me to hear as well. Like, it's not about achieving something. It's not, I mean, of course, the, of course we achieve things and of course we give service, but what we're, what we're doing when we surrender is just allowing our lives to be, allowing ourselves to be, loving what we love, being excited about what we're excited about. Yes. Being sad about what we're sad about. Yes. And many of us feel that there's something we're doing wrong. Yeah. Like, we're, and we're not enough. What, what we're, our efforts are inadequate. And yeah. it's not about Why are that. We not Is that what you're saying? Person? Why don't we have uh, this much money yet? Or why don't we feel like this about that situation? Like, that's just all a big story that we tell. And I guess that is something that we can surrender. We can surrender that idea that we should be this or we should be that or we should be more like that person or we should be here by now. And, you know, it's interesting. When I think of being, I tend to think of something very still and very silent. And it kind of, to be honest, puts me off a little bit because I don't always feel like being still and silent. Right. But this is a different definition of being. This is, I mean, I guess it's literally, am I sad? Yes, I'm being sad right now. Am I excited about this flower that I'm smelling? Yes, I'm being excited about, you know, I'm just, I'm just being what I am. Mm -hmm. I'm not like turning everything down and meditating in a cave in order to be. I'm living. Yes. Even if it seems a little boring right now or your neighbors have more than you do. Well, yeah. And the thing with the page of wands is that so wands is fire and fire is always moving. It's always changing. It's always shifting. It, it doesn't sit around ruminating on things. It's too busy. And yes. I mean, obviously, fire can, the, the, the shadow side of that is burnout. But that's in the page. We don't have that. We have the curiosity and the aliveness. And so there really isn't any boredom. There isn't any comparison with anybody else. It's 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 not a relative thing it's an absolute thing this is my life this is what i'm experiencing right now this is what i'm feeling right now isn't that fascinating isn't this fun isn't it curious oh wow i feel this in my body or i feel oh i feel like doing that isn't that interesting and then off i go and do it it's a very immediate relationship with life it's not mediated through should i be doing this okay think of me you know it's very direct this is how mm-hmm. i'm feeling or this is what i want or this is what i'm doing and direct experience of life so that wow that's a really really interesting uh, answer to what is at the heart of surrender it's essentially okay. just like dropping the story and just living just enjoying our lives and also something i've been experimenting with recently which i've been finding really interesting is to enjoy things that i don't enjoy so if if i'm having a feeling that I, is unpleasant in some way to uh to just feel it, to like kind of step outside it. And it, weirdly, I end up enjoying it from that perspective. I think, oh, this is an interesting, you know, I reduce it to a set of sensations and it actually becomes an enjoyable thing to experience. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's another way to, uh, I mean, that's not to say this is not about not setting boundaries. If boundaries need to be set, they need to be set. So it's not about accepting poor behavior or anything like that, but um, like getting comfortable with discomfort or even enjoying discomfort. Mm, yeah I've been there yeah it's, yeah it's an interesting feeling yeah it is it it's, is it's amazing to, to realize that you can do that to yeah it's weird you seem almost sadistic but you're not 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's You're really, just really in it. Yeah. Like, wow, this hurts, you know, like, or, yeah. oh, this is thick with, yeah. I can't even find the word. It's just so thick and it's like, I'm in it. I've, well, I've been there for a couple months now. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. neat. It, yeah. it's, no, it's really actually kind of fascinating. It is. It is. Because I'm in a different place with it. I'm not exactly. in a previous place with it. I'm in a you're different place with it. Yeah. With it. I'm with it. Yeah. You allow it. You don't resist it. You think and at all. Different. At yeah. all. Right. Right. So that is totally different experience for sure. It is. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. the story, we drop the story and we just have the experience. And that is very much the page of wands. That's surrendering oh. to the experience. There you go. There you go. Without the story. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Without coming up with a story about it, you just go through it. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to have one or come up with one. Fascinating. Yeah. What, how does that translate to the next card? Okay, so, well, this is an interesting one. So this is, what are we surrendering to? And the Six of Cups really is about childhood and that kind of protected time where we're sort of... Um, it's not really responsible and things are taken care of for us and here the card is reversed and so really this is about maturity and responsibility so <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. she, she turns everything on its head i just love her so what it feels like this card is saying is we are surrendering to our own uh, i guess I feel like there's a better word than responsibility. Our agency. We're, we're surrendering to our own agency over our own lives. So we're not we're not necessarily surrendering to the divine or or it's we're what do you mean by agency though? What I mean by agency is that we choose what happens in our lives. We choose our response. We are the active agent rather than the passive recipient of our lives. Oh, active versus passive. Okay. Yes, exactly. So here, the heart of, you know, the heart of surrender is the page. This is the, what is this card? Six of cups. What are we surrendering reverse. to? <laughs> what are we surrendering to? Yes. <laughs> My apologies. What are we surrendering to? We're surrendering to the fact that our lives are our own creations. So if we choose to, act on our own behalf, if we choose to stay in a situation that hurts us, if we choose to leave, if we choose to have lunch before we go and have that chat with our colleagues so that we don't bite their head off, whatever it happens to be, like that's that's mm -hmm. on us. They up there are not gonna take responsibility for the choices that we make for ourselves. We make those choices. Okay. And this is an interesting way to look at surrender because surrender feels like um letting go and giving the sort of control to somebody else and what this card is saying is that when we surrender when we truly surrender what we're actually doing is letting go of the illusions the stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't do this or why it's not in our control or well oh it wouldn't work out mm -hmm. any other and accepting i am responsible for my own life my choices determine the life that I have. 
two things. Yesterday I was speaking with Metatron. Like mm-hmm. he's one of my teachers, so I, we speak mm-hmm. pretty much daily. And he was um, impressing upon me how I am responsible for, for my own happiness. Yeah. And how there are times in my life when I relinquish possession mm-hmm. of my own happiness, perceiving that someone else took it away. Yeah. Or that a circumstance took it away. And so we were talking about that pretty in depth. There was that. The second thing was I just in my head had an image of a bucking Bronco. Okay. With a cowboy on its back, bucking, uh-huh. bucking, doing everything he can to throw this cowboy off his back. Yeah. And then he stops and he gives in. He gives up. And what he does is allows himself to be guided. Now you see the cowboy leading him out of the corral. Uh-huh. So it just then it was the image of going from resistance to allowing yourself to be guided. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a important shift in focus. It's not that you're surrendering to something more powerful than you. You're simply allowing yourself to be guided. You're still taking responsibility for your own happiness, but you're letting someone, a bigger part of yourself, show you the way. Yeah, and crucially, and this this is something that's been a big shift for me, um, that bigger part of us will not say, oh, listen, Ames, don't worry. Why don't you just stay on the couch and watch some TV? You've had a tough day. That part of me is going to say, well, listen, Ames, you can sit on the couch and watch TV and feel you know, pretty crap afterwards, or you can get outside, go for a run, have a good dinner, and talk to your friend later. You know, like that part of us and mother she's like this as well when you talk to her in a in a in a one-to-one session yeah she doesn't say oh listen it's okay don't don't you worry about it everything's going to be fine you don't have to do anything she says well listen what are you going to do what are you going to do about this mm-hmm. like what action are you going to take on your own behalf she says it in a very loving way of course but yes the emphasis is always listen you're not a victim if you sit around feeling like you can't do anything for yourself what do you think is going to happen absolutely nothing like it's up to you to decide what you want for yourself. And not, I mean, not necessarily with your mind, of course, we bring all of ourselves to bear on this, but fundamentally, if we decide that we're not going to participate, then not a lot's going to happen or things exactly. will happen in a random way. Whereas if we say, okay, I'm here, I'm going to show up, I'm going to do whatever I can, like not in a pushing way, but in just in a responsible way. I mean, it's, it's like we teach children to think through their choices and to kind of accept that, you know, if they work hard in school, they'll get good grades. And if they don't, they won't. If they get good grades, they'll probably get a good job. If they don't, they won't. And it's not a judgment. It's not that one person is better because they work harder. It isn't like that. It's just a kind of really simple two plus two equals four kind of situation. Yes. We are responsible and we can pretend that we're not. And that's fine. We can do that our whole lives if we want to. We can pretend, we can pretend it's not my fault. You do it for me. I can't do it for myself. But that is resistance. That is not surrender. Mm-hmm. And when we surrender, we come to the realization that actually the power is in our hands. And the, mm-hmm. the power, I mean, the, the power to kind of uh, pull strings is largely not in our hands because that's in the divine or in the collective. Mm-hmm. But the power to choose to allow that to happen, that is in our hands. And one last final point before we move on with pulling back into the energies that are taking place on the planet now. There's a lot shifting. We are coming, or in the age of Aquarius, mm-hmm. we have all sorts of uh, energies coming to the planet. We're going through a photon belt. There's 
other things that I can talk about in another segment with respect to that. But when it comes to this, as difficult as it can be for many of us, it's about coming into our own spiritual maturity and saying, you know what, I will do what needs to be done to navigate this with a peaceful mind yeah. and with a grateful heart, yeah. no matter how inconvenient it is to be me right now. It's about spiritual yes. maturity. Exactly, exactly. None of us gets Not about being problem. children. Exactly, exactly. We all have to step up. The world is in a fair amount of crisis. Yes. And a lot of the reason for that is that many of us have been complacent. And so a few people have been able to pull a lot of strings. Whereas now what's really required in the world is for each of us to step up individually and be responsible and accountable for our actions, for our impact on the world, how we collaborate with other people. Mm-hmm. It's an, yeah, spiritual maturity versus being a child. It's, it's the perfect analogy, particularly for this card, because it is very much about childhood. When you're that's, a child. That's what I thought when you first said it as a, mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to step the up. The surrender is... <laughs> is not letting go it's st- well, it is letting go but it's stepping up it's stepping up as mature you may broke. unfortunately for a lot of people you may have to quit your bowling league for a little while <laughs> or maybe you may you need ha- to a bigger role in your bowling league maybe it's time you know you show some maybe, leadership maybe you need you to know. be captain of your bowling league and be of service to the other teammates hey it, who know we're not determining forms here it depends on what what is appropriate for each listener but yes there's expansion happening and some things may have to fall away in order to bring in the new or you expand what it is that you are involved in now but we have to step up and be of service to each other to get through this that fall away or the things that will be taken away are only the things that don't serve us that we don't really need if we need them they'll stay Give yourself a chance and you won't even miss them. You'll find something better will come along. But in, did you call yourself Ames? Did I hear you say Ames? Okay. As Ames just said, maybe it's about getting up, walking out the door and taking a walk. In that walk, you don't know what's going to happen. As in my life, where I I said, I went to the gas station. I walk up to my car and there's a gentleman offering to fix my car for me. So- Oh, so beautiful. I know. Isn't that crazy good? I did just, I'm sorry. I, I noticed your car needs fixing and I feel strongly that I need to help you. And it was so in my face, I couldn't deny it. Yeah. So I checked in. <laughs> so I said, let me think about this for a minute. I closed my eyes. Mother, she says, we send him to you, beloved. <laughs> you can fix my car. Thank you very much. And I swear very quickly and very inexpensively, my car was fixed. But by a stranger yeah. who just walked up to me. So- yeah. What I'm saying, everybody, I know that's a, it's a fun story to tell. I'll tell it at length another time, but, mm-hmm. but I, I knew I had to go get gas and I said, do this now. Don't wait till tomorrow. So I went and did it. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just did. I just won't put one foot in front of the other and then magic mm-hmm. happened. So you don't know what type yeah. of magic will happen if you just get up off the couch. Exactly. Leave it exactly. at that. This really came up in the new moon reading as well. And um, this idea of just oh. making available. Being available. Oh, being available. You can figure it out, but just if you get that impulse, yeah, you're willing, then just follow it. Okay. Yeah. So now we have. Hey, 
Mm. What supports us, and we have the Two of Swords, and for those who's <laughs> not with the deck, the, I'll give a visual. The Two of Swords mm -hmm. is the woman sitting on, like, a beach with the Two Swords balanced with a blindfold. This is a yeah, and, card. I mean, they're balanced, but she's crossing them over her heart, and she, they're huge, these swords. Like, the, you know, it looks like some big defense is going on, and she's blindfolded. It's not a pretty picture, you know? This is not somewhere you you would think you would want to be. And I mean, in this context, the message is very clear. And just to, to remind the listeners, the question that this card is answering is what supports us in surrendering mm -hmm. in, in the way that's, that's been described by the previous cards. And so the key thing here is this woman's blindfold. And it's the idea that we just don't know. We are too small to understand what's happening really in the world or even in our own lives because the patterns the energies are just much bigger than our mind can comprehend we can see yes. a very small snapshot of time we have very 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 limited information yes so and the wherewithal to work with it and sift through it and analyze to come up with an answer that satisfies there's the key an answer that satisfies so we just don't know and we have to accept that we don't know and surrender to that exactly exactly so i mean you can do this in any way you want i think mother has given us a little like a, a little poemy thing where we, we start with i don't know but you know i mean you know people can you can do this in whatever way feels good to you but just reminding yourself that the information you have is always so limited that you can never truly understand it we can never truly understand the meaning of anything or the reason for anything or the larger patterns that are happening um, and that we're participating in. And that it's actually, I mean, it might sound scary to, to sort of acknowledge that you really have no idea what's going on, but it, actually there's a real comfort in it because you don't know, but somebody bigger and wiser than you does know. So you don't need to be in control. You don't need to manage things really. You need to respond to what comes to you but you don't need to have like a master plan and overview. You don't need to be in control. Control is not for us. Control is for them. And we, we show up, we step up. We are required to be brave in following the things that, you know, sometimes we might have an impulse and we feel like, oh God, what's going to happen if I follow this? But if it really feels good in our heart, then that's what we're being asked to do. And we don't need to understand why. So this this is the support. not right now. Yeah, and maybe someday not. we will. Maybe we, we won't. won't. Either way. Yeah, it's just not. It's like you know, in a company, the people at the top they have a kind of a grand strategy, and the people on the shop floor don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily. It's not necessarily that relevant to them. They don't I mean, need to know why they're doing what they're doing. They just need to do yeah, their part in yeah, exactly. the in the creation. True. Yeah. Yeah. So here we're just being asked to to cede that control or to sort of allow the people who are running the show to just to, to, to run the show, to trust them that they've got it. They've got us. Yeah. They've got us. We're, we're okay because they've got us and we don't need to understand every little detail. We don't need to micromanage things. Like we're being held. We're safe. We and if there's ever a time where we can really get this down once and for all, it'll be the year 2021 as we came yeah, out of 2020. Absolutely. This is your chance absolutely. to really nail this. 
Yeah. And really surrender to what's happening because there's a lot happening now. We've come out of a lot, but we're coming into more. Yeah. So we really need to build that muscle yes. and that strength. Mm, so that faith. faith. That faith and trust. Yeah. 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 And also the lightness, you know, to just think, do you know what? Like I'm limited. We're all limited and that's okay. We were designed that way. We weren't designed to know everything. If we needed to know everything, we would have been designed that way. We were designed to see a small part of the picture because somebody else has got the big picture for us. Yeah, we signed up for this. Yeah. So, so stop your complaining. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mean to make, make light of, you know, serious situations, but, you know, in, in, the, in the softer side of this, yes, let's just step up and do our part. Yeah, and let's trust that, I mean, I think a lot of us grow up with a feeling that life is out to get us. And that can be very subtle, that feeling. And it's very debilitating and really quite painful. And so when things happen that don't feel good, it can be easy to think I'm being punished or, uh, you know, very life easy. is again, to fight it. Yeah, it's it's very, very normal reaction. And I think the invitation with this card here is to say, okay, I don't understand why this has happened, but life has got me. God or whoever it is that you relate to loves you and would never do anything kind of uh, gratuitously hurtful to you. Why, why would they? What? There's just, you know, and so you say, okay, I don't understand why this has happened, but I trust that it's been chosen for me out of love. And then we let it go, you know, rather than kind of getting into that sort of, oh, you're against me, so I have to control everything myself because if I leave it to you, you're going to do bad stuff to me, you know. Mm -hmm. Step out of that, that uh, kind of competitive, fearful dynamic. Yes. And to be brave enough to say, I don't understand this, but I trust you. I trust that you've done this for some kind of loving reason. So I'll leave it in your hands and I'll just go about my day as best I can. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I say to the listeners, the deeper you go, the higher you fly. Yeah. Let yourself go deep if you're called yeah. to do that. I also want to offer a gentle reminder, as much as I am beginning to dislike the subject, this is not something that's happening to you. It's something you signed up for. It's all about mm, contracts, yeah. soul yeah. contracts. And um, that topic, maybe that'll be the next topic of a, a live mm. webinar with Mother Mary this soul contracts it's something that angers me quite honestly to a large degree especially when you feel petulant and feel like mm -hmm. you can't do what you want with your life yeah you know speaking to what we're we've been talking about all along it's about your choices um maybe we can't dictate what happens to us in our lives but we can choose our response to it that's what we can yeah. control is our response that's the only thing we can control and, and that's it brings us beautifully onto the final card. Really? Because, yes. This card, the six of wands, is about leadership. And I mean, this is a phenomenally positive card. And yet this is in the position of what does not support us. Mm. Do so, keep talking. Yeah. Ames. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the pay the this the six of wands is about leadership and in this context it's about thinking that we know best wow i know you here i'm gonna set the course i'm gonna map this all out and then i'm gonna take each step that i've decided i'm gonna take and you lot can just stay over there because i've got this sorted i don't need you 
like I'm the big boss in my life. Independence. Yeah, the wrong type of, I mean, there's healthy independence and there's unhealthy independence, or mm -hmm. helpful and unhealthy, I should say. And this, this is unhealthy. This is egotistical. Mm. I mean, normally this card is really, it's the, the positive ego. It's the, I have leadership qualities. I have gifts to offer. Other people will follow me because, you know, because of my qualities, not because I'm better than them. That's the kind of the, the general meaning mm -hmm. of this card, the general energy, but in this particular position, because it's what does not support us in the process of surrender. This is really the idea that we know better. Yeah. That we, with our little minds, uh, have it all figured out. And, you know, like I have my plan and listen, mother, you know, I don't want you throwing a spanner in the works because I've got a place I want to go and I'm not interested in, in your bigger story of where you want to take me in my life. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much, but I've got it covered already. So, I mean, this is, you know, it's, it's a nice balance with the two of swords where with the two of swords, we're surrendering the idea that we really know, I guess what we need even, mm -hmm. or, you know, what, what the sort of bigger movements is of anything. And then this, uh, this is really just the, the other side of that same coin where, we are kind of, we don't want to surrender because we have a plan for what we want. I want to get this job and live in this town or like yes. get this person or whatever, whatever it happened, buy this car. It doesn't matter what it is, but we decide we want it. And then because we've decided that we don't want anybody to interfere with our plan. And the, the knowing that if God slash the universe was going to give us something different, it would be better than our plan. Like we're just, we're not, on, we, we don't even want to consider that. Right. We want one. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a kind of it's the healthy ego, but taken a little bit too far. The kind yes. of like don't interfere with my plans, God. It's that, that because you're limiting yourself. I want to keep pulling it back to that. Did you you come up with all these ideas and you contrive you know so many scenarios and details? The more details you you superimpose mm -hmm. over the future is it takes away. Uh, limitless potential for the divine to bring you what you really need yes. so we take our wants and I always say that wants are of the ego mm. needs are of the spirit yeah. we need to separate these two so yes. if we keep demanding what we want they can't bring us what we need and we can't mm. superimpose mm. it with so many details that what they provide us won't meet our expectations yeah or fulfill yeah. our attachments because they don't match the fantasy in our minds yeah, exactly, exactly. And when we're so hell-bent on this thing that we think we want or think maybe think we need, then the actions that we need to take, because remember, of course, it's a co-creation, we need to take action. Right. The actions that they need us to take to go to the place where they want us to go, which is infinitely better than the place we think we want to go, we won't take those actions because we, mm -hmm. we're not open to the guidance. We'll just take the actions that take us to the place we think we want to go. And then we'll get there and be like, oh, this, it's not really a, yeah, it's not as great as I expected. Or there is a, a side to it that I hadn't anticipated that I don't like or whatever. It becomes because an empty victory. Working. It becomes a rather yeah. empty victory. You know, after a while, once the newness wears off, it might seem like it at first. But I say the action you need to take is to open your hands to receive. Just keep going. Yes. Keep that openness. Yeah. Let them let them yeah. determine what you want. They know so much better. Yeah. And I mean, this, I want to qualify this a little bit because it is, it's really beautiful to have a goal and put in effort and work towards it. And, you know, that is, a, that's a beautiful thing to do. And it's maybe not the, the more spiritually inclined among us, 
it might not be, um, well, certainly for me, it doesn't come naturally to that kind of decisive goal oriented thing has never been the way that I am. I'm more like, oh, you know, kind of like dance with life when not necessarily getting that much done. Um, so what I want to say is that having a goal and taking specific steps towards it is a beautiful thing, no doubt, but there needs to be flexibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. It needs to be coming from inside and you need to be open to responses, stimuli, etc. You need mm-hmm. to be open to that co-creation rather than just deciding and then shutting everything down and keeping everybody else out, keeping the divine out. Good point. Because as I look at the card, it's the man on a horse and it's got seven wands, which are six. Sorry, six. Mm-hmm. But look how rigid his spine is as he sits on the horse. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Look look at the rigidity of the card. It's very yeah. stiff. It's very there's um there's a regalness to it, but there's also yeah. stiffness. That's and so right. your point about flexibility because the card is reser- is reversed. No, no, it's upright. It's oh, it's upright. upright. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It is upright. Yeah. There is that rigidity and, and we need flexibility. That is what will support yeah. us most right now in those attempts to surrender. And the horse as well. I mean, the horse is, is really a, a symbol of this kind of this, the freedom, the spirit, but it's also quite, its head is pulled down quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's draped. So, you know, the, the sort of the instinct is being kept in check. Mm. in this card you know that can be a good thing it's it's important to be able to sort of uh, stick to something once you've set it up I mean that is an important ability but in this particular I guess at this time in the world where there's just so much need I guess and the divine seems to really want us those of us who are this way inclined really wants us to serve really wants us to be available to to uh, to do whatever needs to be done and so if we are too focused on our kind of narrow vision of what we want and we're not open to those impulses that can guide us in a more flexible kind of way, um, then we're, yeah, we're, we're resisting. And it's, you know, it doesn't make us bad people at all. It just means that we are living life in a different way, not a co-creative way. Right. Right. Just kind of going along with the program without mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. I see why I thought that was reversed. I put an R for right, bottom right card. Okay. Well, this oh. this is, I love the way this came together. It really works well. Mm. I love it. It's yeah, fun. It's, it's fun to play with these again. It really is. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time for you. Very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm interesting well yeah any final thoughts amy Mm. amy's final thought (laughs) dot com um yeah i really want to uh, just mention again the emphasis on ourselves and just being ourselves that's all that's really being asked of us is to be ourselves in any given moment to just be okay with who we are allow ourselves to be as we are accept who we are how we are at any given moment and really that is at the heart of this whole thing it's not about anybody else we will be used in service but the way that we'll be used in service is through being ourselves 
We don't have to try to be of service. We just have to be who we are. And that is our service. That is my final word. Perfect. Well said. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your loving uh, interpretations with us. Thank you, Mother Mary and Yeshua, for your guidance in this in this beautiful development. I'm, I'm loving this. All right. BlazingHeartTarot.com is the website. A gentle reminder, it is under construction at the moment, but it will be available soon. Uh, huge reminder, Mother Mary's special two-hour live webinar event, Soulmate Serenity, Wednesday, July 7th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Registration takes place at spiritualinsightsradio.com. You can register for this event by either booking an energetic healing session or not booking an energetic healing session with me. Okay, so go to the website and navigate to the new event page, uh, Soulmate Serenity, look over the information, decide which way you'd like to participate. And if you are hearing this long after the fact, don't worry, you will always be able to access the recording. Simply go to the website and look for that event and you'll be able to access it. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Thank you, Amy, for being here with us all the way from England and for bringing such beautiful and loving expertise. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Charlotte. And to all the listeners, thank you so much for participating as well. Awesome. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.